Hey, welcome to another episode of GI Bro. So go ahead, get to formation, fall in, receive the reports, and get ready for a new episode. Welcome back, soldiers, sailors, and soup sandwiches to another episode. Today's episode is going to cover a couple subjects because it's kind of hard to fit one subject to last for the length I'm hoping it will. But today, I'm definitely talking about burn pits, you know, and the registry, a registry the VA has going for it right now, and how it's working, how it's not working, what people are doing to change that so that veterans can get help from the damages from burn pits, especially if you were, you know, one of the first deployments within the first year, easily maybe even first two years of the OIF, OEF, you guys know about burn pits, you know about how bad they smelled and everything like that and how awful they are for you. And then the second part I'm going to talk about is for people who have, who get the uh, VA pay because they were medically discharged or they retired and fired, fired, good Lord, filed a claim with the VA for service-connected disabilities, you know, and the CRSC is kind of an add-on to it. There are requirements for it, but if you're a veteran who was deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan, for sure, I know that you more than likely will qualify. It is a packet that you send out to the, uh, Oh, where is it? Uh, Fort Campbell, I believe, is where the paperwork goes. And it takes about four months, five months minimum. It can take up to a year. I was lucky enough that it only took about six months for it to happen for me. But, you know, we'll talk about that too. And you'll have to bear with me while I sit here and flip through pages on stuff because trying to. Make sure I get everything correct for you guys. I don't want to mislead you or anything like that. And I want to make sure that you guys can walk away from here with the uh, knowledge that you need. So that you're able to help yourselves and sign up for stuff. So we'll get into that. But let's jump first and foremost into the burn pits. The VA does have a burn pit registry right now and it's a database of information about veterans and service members collected through a questionnaire you go you can google the burn pit registry and find the link for it it's super simple it's not like it's hidden anywhere and you take a questionnaire you fill it out and you'll be put on the registry now is it adding anything for you or getting you any kind of compensation not yet. All right. Right now, there's 192,019 participants who have filed on the burn pit registry. So it's it's there. They're seeing it, and they're trying to do what they can for it to make sure that you know veterans have it available to them, and you guys are 
taking care of yourselves. You know, I'm a big advocate for you guys taking care of yourself. Because if you don't help yourself, nobody from the VA is going to make a point of saying, hey, did, weren't you here or here? And keep checking up on you. All right. It would be nice if they did, but there's so many veterans in the States that they can't possibly sit here and babysit us. Uh, Crystal would if she could, but I have to stop her from stealing old men from the VA. But the the burn pits are what are being described as the Agent Orange of the Iraq and Afghanistan War. You know, like I said, they have a burn pit registry. You know, they all those people that have signed up, you know, out of the out of 12,000 claims that people have submitted, about 2,500 have been accepted. So it's not possible really to get it to get a claim with them and it's just because you know they're still trying to study it and figure out what's going on you know and some victims of burn pits who didn't have their claims uh accepted you know they filed a lawsuit against the contractors who oversaw some of the uh oh what is it some of the what did I write there? Some of the burn pits. The you know they were suing the contractors who were in charge of the burn pits, and their case was rejected by the Supreme Court. Right, uh, there's a congressman out in California, Raul Ruiz, who's a Harvard-trained ER doctor. You know, and thinks that he thinks that there's enough evidence that the VA should do something about it, and if they won't then they should be held accountable. I agree with that. You know, you should be held accountable because you guys are the one, or not you guys, but the government's the one that sent us over there. You know, they knew about the burn pits going on. You know, and the funny thing is, is there were millions of dollars spent on incinerators that were never used. You know, and it's, it's like, well... It's kind of tricky to figure that one out because if there were incinerators, why weren't they used? You know, why why wasn't it monitored to ensure it was done? You know, it's it's a give and take on that end. You know, and Congressman Ruiz is worried that, you know, veterans who have problems from the burn pits will die before they get the benefits from this. You know, and... That's a, that's a huge thing. Is knowing that we all were around burn pits. We all inhaled the shit. We smelled the shit, you know, and we burned shit too. But that's that. I don't even know that. Oh, that'll scar you real quick. But it's very detrimental to your health. You know, lung disease and things like that have been popping up in veterans, and they're linking it to the burn pits everything from fine metals in your lungs to cancers in your body a, a young lady who uh, Congressman Ruiz helped her family get the benefits after she passed away because she had terminal cancer that was associated with the burn pits you know and it's a real problem I don't think there's enough being done about it I think they should, you know, stop trying to treat things like they did with 
Vietnam vets and Agent Orange. I mean, it took them decades for veterans to get the compensation for Agent Orange. My dad got it after, I don't even know, I think it was back in 2010 when he finally uh, got his claim approved for Agent Orange. And his hands were always just so messed up, cracking and bleeding and, you know, it was just, it was a mess and it affected his hands and he couldn't use his hands as good as he used to because of how detrimental Agent Orange was to it. Well, this is our Agent Orange. These burn pits are what's going to kill veterans, you know, and while, okay, you set up a registry, kudos, it's not enough. It's not enough to know that all those people, our brothers and sisters who were veterans, are out there dying because of some shit we had to do at the time. You know, and yes, hindsight is twenty twenty. There is incinerators. They weren't used. But, you know, no one, no one knew about the incinerators. I found out about it from research. Like, I, I never would have known that millions of dollars were spent on incinerators that were probably thrown in the burn pits. You know, and one of the biggest burn pits that is under scrutiny right now is the one in Balad, Iraq. Now, I was at Balad, you know, for five months, six months, back when it was first becoming uh, Anaconda or Balad or whatever you know it as. You know, and then second time came around, we were stationed there because we would do the missions out to drop stuff off to FOBs and everything else. I wasn't there that time. I was actually in a different spot. So I'm kind of thankful on that, that I wasn't really in Balad too often. But you could, you could smell Balad. Like you could smell the burn pit no matter where you were at. As soon as you landed in Balad, you knew that smell. You know, and it's a very acrid smell. It just, I don't even know how to describe it. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, you're lucky. But that's one of the biggest ones on uh, the plate right now is Blod's Burn Pit. So if you guys haven't done it already, please sign up on the Burn Pit Registry. You know, yes, it's not really doing anything for anybody right now, but at least your name is on there. So when... If and when it does come up and they start wanting to talk about it or giving compensation for it, your name is on that registry. They will see that, you know, you did it back when before and it will be more in your favor than them saying, okay, we now accept claims for burn pits and everybody throws in their claims all at once. You know, they're going to look at this registry and be like, well, these were some of the people that did it. You know, I signed up when there was... 65,000 people on the list and now they're up to over 180,000 so you know make sure that you get in there put yourself first and any chance you get to you know talk about the matter or something bring it up with your doctor your VA doctor and let them know about it 
you know, and advocate for this every chance you get. Let people know that you don't want to sit here and die from something that you didn't know you could, uh, you know, prevent. So, you know, take care of yourself, get on this registry, and, you know, stay, stay current on it. You know, if you guys want, I will do my best to post updates that I can find when it comes to the VA discussing this stuff. It's it's hard to find out what the VA is doing. <sighs> it's the VA. But, you know, let me know. I will do what I can for you guys on this end. But you guys need to do what you can for you on that end. And make sure that, you know, you are staying current on things and getting checked out regularly especially if you lived in Blod for two deployments you know do what you have to for you so that way you're covered you know CYA cover your ass I know everybody knows what that is it's a big military term too you know so get over there check that out Hop on, do the questionnaire, fill it out, see if your name gets put on there, if you qualify, which I'm fairly certain most of you will because you're all deployed to Iraq. You know, and just, you know, do what you can for you. I, I can't sit here and say be your own advocate enough. And I don't want to sit here and sound preachy, but the fact is, is I like most of you shitheads. I like all of you shitheads. So, I want to know that you guys take care of yourself and you learn about something that I'm telling you about so you can get the info and pass it on to your friends. You know? And that's going to be the end of that portion of the podcast dealing with burn pits. Now, CRSC. In case anybody doesn't know what that is, it is Combat-Related Special Compensation. Alright, Combat Related Special Compensation is a program that was created for disability and non-disability military retirees with combat related disabilities, which is kind of confusing. You know, it is a tax-free entitlement that you will be paid each month along with any retired pay you may also be receiving. So, you can get the uh, back pay for it, obviously, jeez louise, obviously, because... You know, from whenever you file for and things like that. Now, what you guys need to qualify for CRSC is be entitled to and or receiving military retired pay. Be rated at least 10% by the Department of Veterans Affairs. You know, waive your VA pay from your retired pay? What? Oh, you can only have one or the other. You can't have both. If So if you get VA medical pay and you get your retired pay, you can't file for CRSC. You know, And then you also need to file a CRSC application with your branch's service. All right. Disabilities that may be considered combat-related include injuries incurred as a result of armed conflict, hazardous duty, and instrumentality of war or simulated war. So if you're out training and you get hurt, for if you're training for deployment and you get hurt, you may qualify for it. You know, it's it's a very, very wide swatch of requirements for everyone. So I urge you guys to go to you know, Google, type in CRSC so you can learn about it. You know, they do 
retro pay you. I'm not sure what the cutoff is. I think it's, it's five years or six years. So in addition to your monthly CRSC payments, you'll be eligible for retroactive pay. You may be eligible for retroactive pay depending on you know how long you've been out. DFAS will audit your account to determine whether or not you're due retro pay. An audit of your account requires researching pay information from both DFAS and VA. They do that. You don't have to. So if DFAS finds that you are also due retro pay from the VA, they will forward an audit to the VA because they're the ones responsible for paying any money they may owe you. So your retroactive payment may go back as far as June 1st, 2003. So... You know, if you were deployed in 2003, you may have some retro pay sitting there waiting for you based on the date alone. Now, your overall CRSC start date, uh, let's see, let me back up. Your retroactive payment date can go back as far as June 1st, 2003, but it can be limited based on your overall CRSC start date as awarded by your branch of service, your Purple Heart eligibility, your retirement date, your retirement law, disability or non-disability. And then, like I said, there's a six-year statute of limitations on this. So you can only receive back pay for six years of it. So I missed, I think I was a year late to it, so I didn't get seven years of back pay. I got six. So, you know, make sure if you have just recently got out, go file your CRSC if you can. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It's not like it's going to affect your life if you don't get it. You know, but it could be a nice little chunk of change if you do need it or do get it and need it. You know, disability retirees with less than 20 years of service will be automatically limited to a retroactive date of January 1st, 2008, as required by legislation passed by Congress effective 2008, which I think is a little silly, you know, because... It's not that people didn't want to do 20 years. They were told, hey, you're used up, dried up, fucked up, get out. So, but it is what it is. All retroactive pay is limited to six years. I want to make that clear for you guys. And that's from the date the VA awarded compensation for each disability. So, you know, if you got out in 2012... And you didn't get awarded anything till 2015. You know, that's... You should get the full pay from when you were first awarded your disability. So, you know, and you can look up links for the VA waiver and retired pay. CRDP, CRSE adjustments. Or if you guys don't know anything about it, and I didn't make any sense... You can call 800-321-1080, or you can contact your branch of service. So, and even if you don't know how to get a hold of your branch of service or anything, go down to the VFW or the Foreign Legion or whatever you have right there in your town and see where a, uh, what is it called? Damn it. Damn, damn. As not a sponsor, but it's a person that works with veterans to help them file claims. I can't remember it. I'll probably remember it later and shout it and make Crystal scream. But, you know, go talk to them. See what they can do for you. And get all the info you can for this because this is important. 
you know, we live next to those burn pits and we need to do something about that. The CRSC, we were deployed. We need to do something about that. So make sure that you do everything you can for both of these subjects and, you know, take care of you as always. That's all I'm going to advocate for you guys is you do you, you know, not that way either, you perverts. But, you know, take care of yourself. CYA, you're the only one that can cover your own ass. And, you know, talk to a buddy if you need to about CRSC or get a hold of Wounded Warrior. That's how I found out about CRSC. You know, call them and be like, hey, I don't know who I can talk to about this. And they'll either talk to you about it directly or they'll connect you to somebody who can because the CRSC paperwork I had sent to me from Wounded Warrior because of my handler. I, you know, my acquaintance, my friend, whatever you want to call the person at Wounded Warrior. You know, John's a great guy, so he's a friend of mine for sure. But, you know, get a hold of them. Ask them about CRSC. They can explain it in greater detail and bring it down more Barney style than I can. And, you know, be your own advocate, guys. Be your own advocate. You know, if... You feel like something's wrong? Do something about it. Don't sit here and wait for somebody to be like, "Oh, are you feeling okay?" Because you're, you know, you're missing your head. Well, that's a little too late to start thinking maybe you should do something for yourself. So, you know, check those sites out. Google the burn pit registry. It's through VA. Google CRSE. It'll take you to DFAS because they're the ones that talk about it. Get a hold of Wounded Warrior. Let me see if I can find the number for Wounded Warrior for you guys. That way you have it and you're not like, well, shit, what's the Wounded Warrior number? So, like I wait for my phone to load. Apparently, I'm very, very slow at this. My phone is very, very slow. Uh, come on, where's that? There we go. Oh, you can go to woundedwarriorproject.org and join up with them. You know, and they can sit there and tell you different things. You know, they do fundraisers. They raise awareness by sharing inspirational stories. In case you guys are feeling down, you can go listen to those. You know, and there is a plethora of celebrities who are for Wounded Warrior Project. But if you guys want some more info, the number for Wounded Warrior Project is 877-832-6997. So give them a call. Find out, you know, what to do what not to do, let them help you walk you through it and get you going on the right path. You know, the number again was 877-832-6997. So, you know, take care of yourself, be your own advocates, and I will talk with you guys later. And thank you for joining us for another episode of GI Bro. It is time to fall out, go home, do what you need to do, carry on with your day. 
We'll see you next time and have a great one.